0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Art of Noticing. I'm your host, bestselling author, Johnny B. Truant, and I'm here to help you give the muse the finger and make life your muse instead. In each 10-minute episode, I'll tell you how I spun something mundane into inspiration and show you how to do the same. If you've ever wondered how to write better, how to be creative, how to get more ideas, you're in the right place. Let's start noticing. So let's see if I can get enough out of this noticing to cover 10 minutes worth of a podcast. I was at a juice land recently. Juice land is a, I think it's local to Austin. I could be wrong. And this has become a thing with a a friend of mine. Um, We'll play with our daughters. Our daughters both play volleyball and we'll go play sand volleyball. And then the girls want to go to juice land. It's just kind of a thing and not something that I resist because it's fun to do little rituals like that. And so the last time that we went to juice land after playing some sand i was uh, sitting down because the girls wanted to play ping pong they had this outdoor table in this kind of lushly landscaped very small lot but with a bunch of kind of cool plants and and a picnic table um, a ping pong table and seats around it and so i sat down the girls are playing ping pong and i i looked to my left and i'm like is that a friggin' pineapple is that seriously a pineapple and for those of you who have never seen a pineapple growing, I thought I was being punked. Like I thought it was a fake plant. And even now I'm thinking and I'm saying, what if, because I haven't looked it up, what if it was a fake plant? Because this is just so not how I thought that pineapple grew. I, I, I had no idea. And it looked like for those of you who are pineapple naive, I know that that's a very vanishingly small percentage of people that actually don't know anything about pineapples and how they grow. But it looked kind of like an agave plant. So it had, it was a succulent and it had these big, um, you know, big green kind of, kind of pointy fins like an agave. And then there was kind of this structure growing up through the middle and there was a a miniature pineapple. And when I say miniature, it's like somebody had kind of grabbed it around the middle and squished it together. It was skinny rather than small. So the proportions were weird. It looked like a pineapple that had gone on a diet. And, it was just sitting there. And I mean like, like, but first it was, it looked upright with the, the plumage on top and, and the, the piece that was attached to the plant was anchored to the bottom of the pineapple. And it was so weird looking that I seriously, like I I got down and I was like, this, this can't be how this, this can't be what it is. Like somebody's, somebody's doing some weird Frankenstein thing. It's, Keep Austin weird as a slogan. So somebody made some weird facsimile of a pineapple plant. But no, this appeared to be actually how pineapples grew. And that's like, who cares about the pineapple? But I think what, I think what this does for me is it underscores, it, it's almost too strict to say that it, it's about assumptions because it is about assumptions. I mean, I, I guess I had assumptions as to how pineapples grew. But it's really much more about not, no, it's like a, it's like a quiet assumption. It's like, yes, I assumed that pineapples grew differently, but I couldn't have told you how, and it's not something I would have ever thought to articulate unless somebody asked me. And if somebody then asked me, I would say, I I guess I thought they grew from trees, And I'm only now realizing that my assumptions were kind of weird because if they grew from trees, I knew they grew from like the bottom, from the, from the, like the, the butt of the pineapple. And so that would mean they were hanging down if they were in trees. And I, I guess that doesn't make sense, but this whole quiet assumption that I had about something that I had no reason to have any assumption about to begin with is what's so interesting. You know, are there things out there? That you probably have assumptions about, but you don't know that you have assumptions about them unless they're challenged, unless you go to juice land and you sit right down and you say, is that a pineapple? Like, are you kidding me? Is that a pineapple? And that to me is an interesting lesson in creativity because we tend to go with what we know. And that means going with the knowledge that we think we know, we just kind of like, if I'd have spit something out in fiction, I probably would have said like something like pineapple tree is a, uh, like coconut tree. Like that's, I guess it would be a palm tree. I, I would probably say the word pineapple tree without even knowing that that was wrong because it's a, I didn't know what I didn't know situation. And so this isn't about knowing any individual fact, it's really more about like, what exists within your sphere of knowledge that is unexamined and you wouldn't think to examine it. And I'm not even telling you that you should examine it because you're wrong. I'm just saying, what is that phenomenon? What is this this sort of like outer circle of knowledge that we know, but we don't really know? And what is it that we are doing more broadly in our creative work that is predictable in the same way that a pineapple in another context would have been predictable. You know, we, we're we sticking with what we know, and that means staying in the territory of, in this case, if I'm going to make this decreasingly coherent pineapple metaphor. If we're staying within the realm of sort of what we, we know that we know, then that is, you know, using the same story structures over and over again. It's using the same kinds of character names over and over again. I I had a book where all the character names were very, very similar. And it's, it's kind of like this, like you have a mental groove that you don't know that you have, or at least I did. And so I end up with a bunch of character names that tend to be the same. Recycling the same old plots. These are things we aren't necessarily examining. We always have a default thing that we do. You know, if 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 every scene opens, if every book opens with somebody like waking up and that's just kind of your default way to open a story, well, are you even looking at that? Is that even something that you know is predictable about you that other people are assuming? You know, it, it's it's kind of like, you need to, as a, as a creator, the whole point of art is to find new ways to do things, which means thinking differently, which means challenging, not just the, the assumptions that we already have, but the assumptions that we don't know that we already have. And a lot of that just means moving semi blindly in the direction of something new, innovating rather than imitating, which is man, is that really like, uh, a quotable quote from the past. <laughs> Innovate, don't imitate. But that's that's kind of the point is we don't want to walk the paths that others are walking just because they've always walked them and worse, not even really thinking about it. It's just something that we're doing automatically. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to keep you know, write a linear story because we've always written linear story or obey the rules because we just kind of have this feeling that there are rules that, that we've never really thought about. We've never really thought about where those rules came from, but we're following along with them anyway. And the, the largest scope of this is I think just understanding that every new thing that you learn is a new option. So in my case, I learned that a, pineapple grew out of this plant that looked like an agave who cares but keeping on learning it 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 puts a spotlight on an area where we are usually complacent i think that that's really what i'm trying to say here is there is a certain level of base knowledge about which we are kind of cocky and complacent even though we never turn and look at that thing exploring new options educating, being open to new ideas. These are all ways of saying that I'm not going to steep myself. I'm not going to dig myself a little rut and say that I'm staying in this rut, even about something as simple as, well, clearly I must know without examining it, without wondering about it. Clearly I must know how fruits grow. It's just not something you think to look at. And so examining those things that you might not know, examining your weak spots, examining the shadows and holes in your perception. Any of that is a way to expand your creativity, not just in terms of your raw material and your fodder and the things that you can talk about, but in terms of the process and the way of thinking itself. All right, that's it for today. If you'd like more, there's a full article about every episode on my website at johnnybtruant.com, as well as show notes and transcripts. If you find value in what I do, please consider becoming a member of the site. Just click on membership at the top. Members get extra weekly episodes of the podcast, extra companion articles, my current in-progress book if you're into that sort of thing, and more, all for just a few bucks a month. It's basically like buying me a cup of coffee. If membership isn't for you, please show your support by subscribing, sharing, reviewing, all that good stuff. It really does make a difference. Thanks for listening and stay curious.